0: Okay, we're back with the Sammy Hour. We have today's guest, a really awesome person, Chance Morden, who I met back in September of twenty twenty one. It's kinda of weird, I just met him in the calf, seemed like a super chill guy. I go to Vanguard University. It's a smaller school, so a lot of people end up knowing each other and it's a small school, so most people know who each other you know, mutual friends know each other and whatnot. So I met Chance through one of my friends and then from there we just Kind of became friends and stuff, and then we ran for the s- same thing and not the same thing, but we were in a student government organization type thing. And then <clears throat> from there, we just became closer. I told him how had a podcast, and I'm finally having him on. Yeah, bro. It, it's finally, finally, yeah. There's been I wanted chance on a while ago, and I've it, been flaky though. It's I've it's yeah, but I feel like I've I've contributed to that too because I think we we're gonna do an episode like the this the, the last time we we're gonna do it. It was like a Friday. And I was like, oh let's let's do an episode. Let's do an episode. But I, what do I have to do. Oh, but the office wasn't open for something. It was like a holiday. It was like Good Friday. Yeah. And I didn't want to do it in my dorm room. And plus I was kinda tired too, because I had worked the whole night before. And I was like, Alright, um, yeah, it's not gonna work. Let's just do it when we get back from break. But I mean we we're here now. Um how how you, how you doing, Chance? I'm doing
1: good. I'm pretty pretty tired with finals and everything. Yeah. Hanging in there, trying to Grind everything out on time. That's what's finish up. Finish my last
0: super hard semester for school. But yeah. And you're a junior right now. Yes. Yes. How is, how's the year been overall? With like, I know you've had a, a, a heavy workload. I mean, I'm not really looking forward to junior. I know that's when it gets challenging in college because you're like getting like all like the classes that you need to know. Yeah. Like, not it's not like gen eds anymore. Yeah. So my year's
1: been crazy. I've like, this has definitely been the hardest year of school I've ever had just because I took, I took 15 units last semester, which doesn't sound like terrible, mm-hmm. but it was all upper level, like theology classes. Uh-huh. And then 18 this semester, <laughs> because my, my counselor was scheduling me to like graduate early. Mm-hmm. But then I decided, I was like, I don't want to graduate early. I'd rather just graduate with everyone else, mm-hmm. um, stay a little longer and have it a little easier. So I get to drop down to like 12 units though the next two semesters. That's nice so i'm i'm glad i got the i'm getting the hard work done and i know i'm gonna be glad in like three weeks from now when i'm done that the hardest is behind me but i definitely did not enjoy
0: that this year so it was yeah it's that's that's what i was gonna say it's probably like one of those years where you still made like good memories and you had fun but it was yeah. like super stressful and challenging yeah but um what made you decide to pick a theology major hmm how did you and then follow up to that? How, what made you choose uh, Vanguard? So, like, okay. two, two questions okay. right there. So, yeah. just to, like, good. get into it. Yeah, I feel like they go hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? That's a good question. Um,
1: I'll say for, I would answer the you had a good order. I, I definitely chose like what I wanted to do before I knew where I was going. Um, during high school, I got like I met Jesus, um, when I was like ending elementary school, okay, and then like really developed, like, a real relationship with Christ, I would say, in, like, high school. And just through, like, summer church camps and stuff like that, um, the church camp I went to, there was, like, they would have, like, altar calls or, like, you know, stand up if you want to accept Christ, stand up if you want to, like, recommit your life, like, a different one each night. Yeah, yeah. And one of them was, a uh, stand up if, like, you feel called to vocational ministry, which, long story short it's just like for your job you want to like do work for god like you want
0: to did you grow up in sure? church
1: um i did after so my family like heard nothing about jesus really up until like fifth grade and then okay I like came to know him and became a christian after that but um yeah so then like in high school i felt that call pretty clearly mm-hmm. i don't remember exactly what i was thinking in the moment but i remember like when they made that call I, like, knew 100% I needed to stand up. That was for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did, and they, like, put me in touch with some people. And since then, I've been, like, very certain about that. Like, I'm, you know, we've talked about that in my classes. Like, what does it mean to have a qualification ministry? Because it's not, like, people, you know, make being a pastor, being, like, a preacher, a glorified thing. <clears> and, like, <throat> but you also see the dark side of that on TV. Like, all the people that... End up, you know, cheating on their wives or like having all these crazy moral failures and just misrepresenting the church, mm-hmm. and that's why a lot of our world today like doesn't like the church. You know, they see these celebrity pastors that mm-hmm. are, like totally just go off the rails and no one knew about it for years. So we talked about like what that means to have a call to ministry because statistically, like if you have a call to ministry, like your family life's going to be harder. You're more likely to be depressed, like crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I knew for me, like, I realized in hindsight, it was real for me because all the desires I had before that, like, I want to be an engineer and architect. Like, oh, you did? Yeah, wow. I, like, um, wanted to go to Stanford. I, like, I was doing, like, pretty good academically, and, like, I wanted to do something with that, like, with math or something, so, like, engineering or architect- architecture. I'm um, super, like, excited for that. I had, like, like loved Stanford for some reason and then all of a sudden If you like, apply there, did you did you apply there? No. Did you think you would have got in? I think so. Really? Yeah. So Do you're a good student in high school. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I've all been right. pretty well in high school. I think I honestly could have. Wow. But like financially I don't know if That's it would have happened. So expensive. It's ridiculous. But yeah, bro. So I like I knew though because I stood up and got in touch with people and like felt that call to vocational ministry immediately, like You know, I thought about them at times, like the stuff I used to want to do, but like I didn't want to do it anymore. I didn't care if I didn't get to go to Stanford. I just want to go somewhere where I'd like be equipped to do, you know, fulfill that call, I guess. Mm -hmm. So when I got towards the end of high school and started applying for schools, I just applied for private Christians that had like a theology or ministry program and like compared... I used to be, like, super, like, specifically wanted to do youth ministry. Okay. Because that's, like, largely where I became, in, like, closer to Christ and, like, helped me through some rough times in high school and stuff. But, excuse me, but I ended up, um, like, now I changed my emphasis to pastoral leadership and okay. youth leadership. But, yeah, I applied to, like, basically every private Christian in California. How many? Um I did like William Jessup, Vanguard, okay. Azusa, Biola, Point Loma, uh, there's, I applied to like one or two in Oregon, I applied to GCU, Sheesh. I applied to Hope, um, I think that was it, there may have been like one or two. Still more. a lot of schools. Yeah. That's a lot of schools. Yeah. And I think I applied to, oh, I applied, applied to like Colorado Christian, and okay. then some like random East Coast one or something, mm. but... Yeah, dude. I just was like, I, I was doing pretty well academically, had like a good, um, I have not a good, like financial situation, but a good financial situation for FAFSA. Okay. Bad financial situation. It goes handy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I knew I was going to get like money from FAFSA and uh, like good money for my grades. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I want to apply to all these like schools and, you know, see what I get back financially. Ended up like, I've, I honestly, I don't know why I thought this, but I thought, like, with my grades and with FAFSA, I was going to be going to school, like, close to for free.
0: Really? Um, yeah. How much scholarship? you get a lot of scholarship money? Yeah. Vanguard's very generous. Yeah, they are. That's how I was dude, like, okay, I'm going. That will that'll,
1: that'll, that'll <laughs> come yeah. in a part of the story, too. Yeah. Okay, okay, but, okay. But, yeah, dude, I, like, um, I get started getting back these, like, like, dude, GCU, like, everyone's, like, GCU's the cheapest, That's like, true, private yeah. Christian, which it is to start with. But they offer, like, the least academic, and you don't get, like, the Cal Grant, because mm. you're not in, like, California. And so, dude, GCU's, like, final cost, like, barely took off any money for me from, like, the really? starting price. And it was Vanguard cheaper? Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Even, like, before Vanguard made some adjustments and stuff. Because I've like, heard
0: things about GCU, it's super, super affordable. It's, like, one of the most affordable Christian universities. And I'm like, okay, I should apply there, but interesting. Yeah, dude, it was, they, like, gave me back my scholarship.
1: I was like, what the heck? Like... This is like what is multiple this? grand <laughs> worse than like yeah. more expensive California ones. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. But yeah, I applied to those, um, and I just I started getting my financials back, and I was like, dude, this is not what I was expecting. Like I'm, I like my mom basically, or my family like as a whole, we knew that like I was gonna have to pay for a lot of my school, mm-hmm. um, and like I, I'm mostly covering the cost of my school. Like you know, my family's been very supportive of me, but. I just know that's how it was going to, like, work with our situation. Right, right. And so I started getting these back. I'm like, what the heck? I cannot afford this. Like, I don't know where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And I, William Jessup was, like, I grew up in the Sacramento area, Northern California. Okay. Um, And William Jessup is the closest private Christian up there. And it literally, like, I ended up, ended up competing. They have this thing called, like, the Mr. and Mrs. Warrior, because that's, like, their mascot. Okay. I, something like that, or, like, the... It's a certain scholarship? Yeah, or, like, the WJU Scholar Award or something. But, you basically, you go, and like, you compete through essays and, like, interviews and stuff with, like, the president and stuff. Wow. Um, you compete against other people, and they choose two people a year to get that. <sighs> Sounds like a big deal. Yeah, and so I, I kept, like, going over there and having, like, all these interviews and stuff, and I, I ended up getting it. Um, and it's basically like a full tuition scholarship, um, and I was like, it was super a blessing, like super shocked about it, you know, kind of fun too, cause they come, they came to my high school and they brought me a big check, like the wow. big, fake checks. That's actually a really good cool experience though. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. How much is that? Uh, so how they did it is like, if I didn't have any FAFSA, it would have been more money cause they, basically what they say is like, they're going to cover your tuition, but they're gonna like um like as much of the FAFSA that can go towards your Twitch. Oh, system, they're only gonna, to yeah. they're yeah. only gonna pay the rest. So okay. like, even though I had enough FAFSA oh. that I technically could have gone there for free total. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh they're like so they paid probably a lot less than like, you know, if I had no FAFSA. If right. I had no FAFSA, I would have been gotten like thirty five thousand dollars a year. Okay. Um that's a lot of money though. Yeah. But, so, I like, I was like, then this is a blessing. So, like, bottom line, it was like, however much, I don't know if this is, like, bad to say or whatever, but it was, like, six grand a year or something, like, bottom line, which is, like, way cheaper than the other ones were. Mm-hmm. Um, the other ones were, like, for the most part, like, 5,000 more a year. And so, mm-hmm. but the catch was, I did not want to go to William Jessup. Because so, still, you want to get out of nowhere. Yeah. Here. Was
0: it just... I'm not really too familiar with Norco because I'm from Central California. Yeah. It's just like, are you by the Bay Area or? So I'm, I'm like Central Valley. So there's like Bay
1: Area, like San Francisco, there's like the coast. And then there's like Central Valley and then there's like Tahoe. So I'm in between like. All The good stuff
0: basically, okay. Just in like the valley, it's super flat, like, okay. So, similar to where I grew up, like, yeah, valley yeah. boring, exactly, not the best parts of California. <laughs> Except, you yours was probably like you had more like rural areas, yeah, right? I did, but Bakersfield is actually pretty, it, it's gotten more built up over there, okay. I say like 400,000 people, but, okay, yeah. but there's a lot of farmland, so it is, there is a lot of ruralness yeah. to it, yeah. So, uh, we had like some of that, but mostly like suburban where I grew up,
1: okay, like, just like flat, bunch of houses and chain like food restaurants boring yeah. uh, <laughs> <Don't miss it. laughs> yeah. but uh so it was like an hour away or like 40 minutes away from where I grew up okay. and I was like dude I like not just because like it wasn't just like oh I want to ditch everything here it's like I want to go out there and like like I want to experience I want to live somewhere like dope where I honestly have to be independent and like like experience more of life than just in this like kind of small bubble mm-hmm. area I was raised in because Jessup yeah. was a very similar culture to, like, where I was raised in. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't far from you either. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I know if I go to Jessup, I'm just going to, like, be home a lot. And, like, I'd probably stay going to the same church or mm-hmm. just move to a different church near there. Yeah. And, like, that doesn't feel like a lot of risk or anything to me. So, and just the culture there. Like, when I go and visit, I just knew, like, it wasn't for me. Like, it, it's not that it was bad.
0: I just, I just knew for some reason I didn't belong there. I had certain universities like that. Yeah. Like, when yeah. I went to Biola, I was like it uh, doesn't seem really fun. Yeah. Well, when I went to KU, because I thought I was going to go to Kansas for the last oh, time. Oh, man. The university of Kansas. I'm like, I'm going to go to a huge university. Yeah. I'm going to have so much fun. And then I got there. I toured it. And I was like, uh, I don't think I'm going to go. Yeah, you know I mean? man. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's crazy. It's crazy how that works. Because, like, <laughs> you, you know, you, you expect, I don't know, everyone wants when they're looking for a college, like, one college to be like, this is it. It's not so, like that though. Yeah, it's, it's never like that. Because
0: like when I first saw Vanguard, I this is what I thought. I was, like, it's all right, it's cool. Yeah, that was that was all I thought about it. Yeah. But then as I saw other universities, I was like, oh, okay, maybe that is the school. So I think you need to you need to explore your options. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially with universities, because that's like that's a big financial commitment, it's a big personal commitment, academic commitment, and it's also like you're spending four years there to yeah. study something that's that you. It's supposed to benefit you the rest of your life. So I mean you really need to explore what you're doing and what schools you wanna go to. Yeah, dude. And I I like I was like, I'm not going to school. A bunch of my
1: friends were like, Oh, you can just transfer. I'm like, if you don't like it. That's never easy though. I'm like, dude, I don't wanna (laughs) like go to this like expensive private Christian college and have to go (laughs) through all this work to transfer to another expensive (laughs) private Christian and lose lose incredible high school yeah.
0: Lose high school scholarships and get Cheap, like, yeah, less transfer, yep, transfer scholarships. Yep. The, people always like, oh, just transfer, you don't like it. Yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's nice on paper, the idea of it, but it's such a hassle Yeah when you actually have to do it. Because, like, I've had people who have transferred over, like, friends, yeah. and it hasn't been easy for them. Like, they, like, have, they, like, had 40 credits that they got, and they don't transfer those over. Because the majors is just the different classes yeah. that they offer at the other school that they went to. Yeah, bro. So, with that being said, anyone who's listening and you're in the middle of picking a college or transferring, or you're just thinking about universities, take your time, be patient, yeah. be observing, and, and just be careful, know what you want, and explore your options, because it's never going to be like, oh, that's the school, I, I know that's my school, that happens, I feel very, that's very, very rare for very, people, yeah. and people are like, oh, I, I, when I was yet little, I knew I wanted to go to this such and such school, I, I, that's cool, but I feel like that's not in everyone, it's yeah. like a very tiny fraction yeah. of the population, and I would even say like,
1: you probably think you're the kid that knows what college you wants to go to and you yeah. probably know. Mm-hmm. Like that was me for sure. Like even you know, I had like one of those Christian colleges was like my top choice and and then I visited it and I was like, never mind. And then there's another <laughs> one. And yeah. then I visited it and I was like, Never mind. Or I still liked it and then I got the financial aid back and I was like, never mind. Mm-hmm. So apply to all all the schools, like that you can like afford and even considering mm-hmm. um because vanguard wasn't even on my radar like i barely applied for vanguard mm-hmm. i literally was visiting another college in the college orientation i got an email that vanguard had like waived my application fee because i went to these like christian college fairs so they all had like my email and i got like spammed
0: but... same here yeah they waived my application fee. I was like oh that's sick yeah i'm like oh, let's yeah, go dude. And i was like okay it's nice but like so Vanguard wasn't even in your radar. No, dude, I was literally I was at this like we're doing a PowerPoint at like Northwest Christian
1: University in Oregon. Oh I'm my like God. sitting, I'm sitting through the PowerPoint, and I get bored. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I just start filling out the Vanguard app and turn it in. And I think I like
0: copied and pasted essays from other applications. I, I did that, and yeah, I did that. <laughs> I think I did it. Actually, you know what? I'm not gonna say anything. I'm, I'm going to wait till I graduate. Yeah, i yeah, yeah. talk about my uh, application. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, dude, I literally did that. And then I didn't think about it
1: again. I got like financial aid back from them like way later. I was like, oh, that's like better than average mm-hmm. for the other ones. But still like, okay, cool. I never visited. But yeah, dude, I literally like, I didn't want to go to Jessup. And so I was like, I knew it wasn't right for me. I like, I prayed about it. I was like, God, something about this doesn't feel right. I don't think this is you, but this is my only option financially right now. And kept like thinking about all these ways to get out of it. Mm-hmm. I kept I was like afraid and anxious about it. You know, my family and like friends were just like, dude, like why don't you go to Jessup, dude? They literally like came to your school and gave you the big check, like
0: mm. gave you full tuition like why would you reject that? And that like, must have been an interesting thing you went went through. Like because, like, from other people's points of view, it was like, oh, that's the obvious reason. What, yeah. What's wrong with Chance? Why is he picking that one? They gave exactly. him this huge check. They gave him so much attention, but now he doesn't want to go there. Exactly. And you were a senior when this was going on. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're um. not
1: being grateful or whatever, you know. Like, dude, you have the opportunity. Like, no one else gets that. Yeah. It's like, you no, know, I was grateful. I just, like, knew it wasn't right. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's an important thing to know, discernment. Yeah. Those things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because it looked everything looked good on paper. Mm -hmm. It looked good like if you just examine it from one lens, but like overall it wasn't a good fit for you. Yeah, dude. It's interesting. Exactly. That's a good life lesson. That's a good point. Yeah. Dang, bro. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I literally like so I go on this like mission trip with my church. Decision day is coming up in like two weeks. It's like May first, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like mid-April. I'm on this mission trip to Mexico. Had wow. no service. Um, I'm just over here, like, all right, whatever happens, happens. Mm. I've been kind of scared. That, that was my day thought day. too. I was like, yeah, I'll find a school. I have good grades. I'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, whatever happens, happens. Like as of right now, though, it seems like I'm going to up. and that kind of sucks. But we'll see. So you were content with that? That's yeah. good. And I, I gone through all these other options. Like, dude, all. I'll join, I'll commit to the military, then they'll pay for me to go to Point Loma. (laughs) And then I learned that's not how it works. And and so I was like, dang it, bro. But I, and funny thing is none of these colleges, like aside from winning another like organized scholarship, none of them like when hearing my financial situation or my, like what I, like my life story and stuff, none of them like gave me more money. Hmm. Like all of it were like, oh, we gave you the money we can like, very like, which I get that's kind of the system nowadays, but at the same time, like every single college like would not budge. Very just like, you get what you get, this is the system, doesn't really matter like the stories or the people behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I go on this trip and I come back over the border at the end of the week, had a great week, whatever. Like I had these voicemails from my mom and they're like, Okay, the school like you applied to, Vanguard, called me, and we had gone on a trip down here to SoCal to visit universities, and we, like, I brought up visiting Vanguard just because I had applied on a whim, but it was, like, very low profile on our list, so we did it, (laughs) so I knew nothing about it, really. I just knew it was like somewhere down there. right I didn't even know what Costa Mesa was I was like <laughs> where even is that bro I, like, I, thought by, I thought it was like I thought it was like I thought it was heavy yeah <laughs> I thought everything's either like LA or Huntington or and, Newport yeah, yeah that's what I thought same yeah and so so I like come back over and I have these voicemails and she's like yeah I talked to them and you know they're like the only school that's actually like followed up and sh- like Hmm. You know, checked up on, like, if there's anything they could do or what decision you've made. That was good about um, Vanguard. They
0: did that to me, too.
1: Yeah, dude. Even Jessa, after I got the scholarship, they never, like, checked. Like, they kind of just assumed I was going to take it. That's what a lot of universities do. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was, like, she was, like, yeah, they checked in with me, and I told them that you got the scholarship. And, like, I think I called her. I think I she put less information. I called her, and she was, like, yeah, they checked and saw that you got the scholarship. And my heart was, like, racing because I see, like, all I saw in the voicemail or the text were like, SoCal School maybe like giving you an opportunity comparable to Jessup. That's uh-huh. basically what I read into. I was like, dude, that sounds dope. And so I called her um, and she's like, yeah. So Vanguard basically like, you know, they checked in. I told them the situation with Jessup and that as of right now, that was your only like, like feasible option with the money. And nothing else was comparable. And the counselor was like, "Let's see what we can do." And they, you know, came back and they updated my financials and offered me like two more grand a year. And then my mom was like, "That's still like a pretty. That's still like, you know, like three, four more a year than Jessup." Mm -hmm. And then they, she was like, "Okay, I'll I'll try. Like, I'll see if I can do anything more, but like, no guarantees though. Give me two more grand a year." Mm. And so. Like four more grand a year than I had originally gotten from Vanguard just like cause they like had read my essays and made my story and wanted me to go Mm -hmm. here. And so now it's within a grand a year of Jessup, which I had won this scholarship for and done all this work for and like, you know, went through all these like taxing interviews and like Vanguard just did that out of kindness Mm -hmm. because they wanted me. And I was like, dude, this is sick. And like you know I didn't know a lot about the school and I was like very excited and was like I was like wanting to say yes even though I literally knew nothing about like their ministry program and stuff but I ended up calling their like theology department and talked to Dr. Tommy um Tommy Casares he's one of the big like theology teachers here mm-hmm. and every question I asked about their like theology department and their ministry programs like Everything he said, I was like, "Dude, it's literally like, like God is answering these mm-hmm. questions." Mm-hmm. I was like, "This is like, this is right." And so I committed. Ended up at Vanguard. So to answer your questions in a very long-winded
0: way. No problem at all. That is <laughs> it how was got, a journey. Yeah, yeah. Dude,
1: that's how I got to theology,
0: and that's how I got to Vanguard. That's crazy because that. That's good because you were prepared. You knew what questions you wanted to ask this this person in in that department because. I mean, with me, I wouldn't say I was – I I wasn't – I didn't really have that same mindset. I was more like, all right, is it business – because I'm in business administration right now. Yeah. And I was like, is the business program good? Is it in a cool part of California? Yes. Um, Am I going to have fun? Yes. Like, I weighed all those factors in. But I think it's important to know that you have to look at every angle of – yeah, I mean – not just every decision, but especially bigger decisions. Yeah. Like, like college, like that's a huge decision. Getting married, those are huge decisions that you're gonna make in life. Yeah. And I think situations like that, like what career you're gonna pick, what college you're gonna go to, who you're gonna marry, um, things of that nature, they require deeper analysis. They require deeper thinking, more critical thinking. And I think it's good to be patient what you did and you weighed all your options. You didn't just like rush it. You, you didn't go with the first option. Cause it would have been easy to be like, oh, William Jessup, most money, it's close to home. Sounds great. And then you just committed to that, but you could have yeah. been unhappy and yeah. you could have not like reached your full potential being there yeah. you wouldn't have made as many great memories as you have here at Vanguard. Yeah,
1: dude.
0: Yeah, now you have a church here, um, which is very, very unique. Cause like not many uh, college kids have churches um, on a college campus. Especially, I mean, obviously in public universities, but even in private universities, like, I feel that's a very uncommon thing. And your church is called Rise, right? Yeah. How did you, what, what's the What's the story of that? Like, why did you start a church called Rise? Because I've gone a couple times, awesome experience, really cool, great yeah. fellowship. How did you How did you get to that spot? Yeah. And like, how long have you been doing it for? Definitely. Um, so
1: we started it, I think, in like August. And it's it's been a team, like a team of us that kind of, I guess planted it, or mm-hmm. like, um, kind of got it running, um, and this group of guys, like, you know, you've met a bunch of them, like DJ, oh, Sia, Adams, yeah, Andrew, Adam was on the pod, yeah, Adam yeah. was on the pod, yep. <laughs> uh, i trying to think, Bennett, for sure
0: Bennett. He um, prayed for me to have a third roommate, that was dude, a really cool moment. Dude, I heard about yeah. that, and it got answered, Yeah, dude, huh? so... Because I want to yeah, be in I'm Catalina, sure about that. all of my group, all of my um, uh, boys in our friend group, we want to be in the same floor in Catalina. Because yeah. uh, anyway, short. Sure. long story short, Vanguard changed the whole um, housing uh, rules. So I'm a, I'm a sophomore by credits. Mm-hmm. So normally what that means is I would have to stay in Huntington, which is uh, not the best dormitory in yeah. <laughs> Vanguard, yeah. but since they changed the rules, I can be in Catalina, which is a very, very nice dorm here at Vanguard. And it's co-ed too, so that's, that's even more exciting. But um, all of my friends, we wanted to be on the same floor in Catalina, because Catalina is huge. Yeah. And we all split up, but not all of us had three, because you have to have three roommates, yeah. and not all of us had three. And I was one of the persons in the group who only had one roommate, one roommate. so there was two of us, we needed a third one. And so I had been stressing about it all week, application was due, and I was like, crap, what am I gonna do? I need one more person, it's due tomorrow. I'm just gonna pray. I'm just gonna pray. So I, I prayed. I gave it to the Lord. Then I hear knocking on my hall. I'm like, he's <laughs> going around knocking. I thought it was like camera safety doing like some security search. And then I heard, and then the knocking got closer. And then, and then one of those knocks was on my door. So I opened the door. I'm like, oh, how can I help you? What's going on? And he's like, oh, my name is Bennett. I'm going around praying for um, uh, people, anything that they need. Is there anything that I could pray for you about? I'm like, oh, what's up, Bennett? I actually met him at your house church a yeah. couple months ago, and he remembered me. And then he was like, oh, and I was like, "Uh, honestly, you you came here at a perfect time. I need to find a third roommate because I'm trying to be in with all my friends. Um, I'm stressing out about it because if I don't, I'm going to be stuck in Huntington, and it's not going to be fun. (laughs) And I told him that. He's like, oh, dude, don't even trip. No worries. And he prayed for me. And so he prayed for me. And I was like, all right, I I need to stop worrying about it. It's (laughs) all in the Lord's hands. So I didn't didn't trip. I didn't trip Uh at all about it. And I was like, "It, it is what it is. I didn't trip. And then I wake up the next morning and I check my email and it's my school email, of course. Mm-hmm. And someone emailed me that they need a third roommate. I'm like, oh, this is this is perfect. I'm yeah. like, this is literally what <laughs> yeah. Bennett prayed for. This is literally what I need. Yeah, bro. And I mean, I figured it out. Added them to the, the the housing application form, and I got into Catalina, and I'm right next to all my friends. So Dang, it was bro. a really dope experience. Dude, let's go. Yeah. So I mean, shout out to Bennett. I uh, hope you're listening to this. Right now, or, or one day, but that was really, really something that I needed, and it ended up working out perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I think we go through a lot of things like that in life, where we stress about certain things, either big or yeah. small. Like, like I look at it like this: like that roommate thing wasn't a life or death thing. Yeah, it wasn't. An, it wasn't like a huge, huge problem. But I mean, it carried some weight to it. Yeah. And most people have been like, oh, just just apply for a random roommate. You're, you'll be fine. You'll figure it out. There's a lot of kids who go to Vanguard, or there's enough kids who go to Vanguard where you a third roommate. But I mean I worried about it because it, it meant something to me and it was it was somewhat of a, of a, of a big deal and I just I was like I I'm, I can't do I can't do anything anymore I can't worry that's gonna do nothing because I can worry 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 but is that's not gonna a third roommate's not gonna appear yeah, no. he's not just gonna appear out of nowhere exactly so I just I surrendered mm. my worries I, I I was like enough's enough I'm done mm. and yeah it ended up it ended up working out perfectly and that's yeah. the same thing with with Vanguard 2 Is I was worrying. I was I wanted to get into UCLA. That was my dream school actually. Okay. And I really thought I was going to get in because I didn't. I did pretty good in high school. I did APs. Did you know what I needed to do in order to get to yeah. in order to apply and what I thought was good enough to get into UCLA. And I didn't get into UCLA. And I was like, dang it! I really want to get in there. And then I was like, all right, it's, it's whatever. I, I guess I'll find some other school. But I, I stopped worrying about it. I prayed about my worries and. I was i was analyzing all different perspectives and angles of the different schools that that it came down to like like three schools and it ended up and i ended up finding what was best for me cuz what's best for me isn't best for you you know yeah. what I mean? like everyone's everyone's different everyone requires like i guess a different environment and different yeah. scenarios that they need to be in so i mean with that i found vanguard and it ended up working perfectly i mean it's i've had a great experience here made mistakes i've learned a lot but it, it's been fun and yeah, it's been a really, really cool experience. That's but awesome. I know we got kind of carried away with the whole house church. I think we were talking about like <laughs> Bennett and like, yeah, Bennett was, <laughs> anyway, Bennett was a godsend. He, he was a really cool dude. Yeah, and I, and dude. I really wish him the best. Love that. And dude. if you ever needs prayer, I got him. I'm like, hey. stay. yeah, <laughs> hey, let's go.
1: Yeah. Pass it, pass it along, girl. But yeah, dude, Bennett. So Bennett, Xander, DJ, Josiah, uh, Adam, uh, Nick. I believe that's it. If I missed you, I'm sorry. I think that's the core group that mm-hmm. we all kind of got together. So some of us like, like Joe Simmons? No. Okay. Not Joe. Okay. He he definitely has been a homie though. Okay. But yeah, bro. But we we were like hanging out together over the summer and you stayed here over the last yeah, summer? Okay, so wow. interesting. I stayed at a friend's house in Anaheim. So I okay. would, like I would drive from Anaheim literally like Four plus days a week, I would drive oh from God.
0: Anaheim a lot of gas. down here
1: to either Vanguard, the beach, or Rock Harbor. Were you working? Um, no. Okay. I, I had
0: unemployment, baby. <laughs> oh, you were getting checks? Yeah, dude. Oh, nice. I was getting that unemployment money. Oh, I wish I would have got I was working all summer. Maybe yeah. I could have got that, but anyway. Hey, it, it bit me in the butt, though, bro. But I mean, taxes? Dude, I had to pay. Yeah. I had to pay a
1: bunch of taxes. I don't know how. This is recent I, too, right? Because yeah, really do. I think I think the dude filed my family's taxes wrong. Cause I have I have friends that got unemployment and they got like like hundreds of dollars back. Oh, they got money back taxes. And I I owed a, let's just say a large sum of money. And yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like I had to pay unemployment back. It was taxes on unemployment, which didn't make sense. Cause the other people I knew that had it, they're like. Cash in their tax
0: return checks mm.
1: right now.
0: So yeah, I don't know how that works, but interesting because I worked all summer and I got like like a stub of how much money I was gonna get back in taxes, and I was like, uh anyway, I'll I'll say it like this. I looked and I was like, what the heck? Really? That's all. I mean, that's that is my reaction, but yeah. I don't understand how that works. I, I definitely want to know because I'm like, what the heck? I was like thrown off by it, just yeah. like you. But that sucks. You had to owe. That's really unfortunate,
1: yeah. awesome. dude. But that's. <laughs> without going into all the details and getting super sidetracked yeah that is another situation where i had to like trust the, the taxes. taxes yeah mm-hmm. just recently i i ended up trusting and not like tripping about it it's good you know? and dude literally the lord ended up providing every single dollar of that money really like that i didn't have to order
0: for so, so you didn't have to pay anything personally no wow no. that's awesome chance so trust don't trip that's I the, like that. That's the takeaway. We have bro. merch one day on the same Yeah, bro. I give you some royalties for that trust not trip. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I like that. I'd be down. Matt would like that one. Yeah, trust he not would. trip. <laughs> Shout out to Matt Enriquez, um, great guy. I could totally see Matt seeing that. Yeah, trust not trip. Trust not trip bro. Trust no trip, bro. I'm wearing a shirt too. I can yeah. easily see it. <laughs> uh, but that's that's cool, especially with like financial things. It's so easy to stress out
1: about oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Because that's something like I've realized financially because I've. I've like having to deal with a lot of my school payments mm-hmm. over the years here, like I've seen God provide like crazy for that stuff. That's so awesome. I definitely like at the beginning I was super bad about, you know, letting it just consume me. Like how how do I get this money? How do I get this money? And like there's no way I could have gotten that amount of money in that short of time when it was like financial registration or whatever, and every single time like God has provided, even if it was like a little late or something, like all the money. Ended up getting provided from one way or another. It's expensive, yeah. Yeah, bro. It's like you have a. I've realized that I have a choice, like in those situations, like you know, my worrying about it, like you said, like me worrying about it doesn't make the money show up. It's not gonna cause anything to appear or disappear. Yeah, dude. And there's this there's this cultural cultural thing too nowadays where like, you know, with your roommate, like you probably have people that are like, dude, you need to figure that out, like. Like, you're going to get placed with a random, bro. Like, yeah. you need to figure that out, dude. Like, like you got to get on top of that, bro. If yeah. you don't figure that out. Like, for real, for real. With me, it's like, you know, there's, of course, going to be the people that are like, dude, like, you need to, like, get a second job. Like, bro, like, you're going to, you know, have to owe all this tax money and, like, go to jail or it's whatever. It's negative thinking. Yeah. Is like I
0: hate negative thinking. <laughs> yeah. I can't oh, do it, dude. It sucks. It's really annoying. Or it's even
1: just, like... It's just, like, focusing on the anxiety and, like, letting, like, feeding that, you know? Because it's, like, like when I'm stressed out or I have, like, a situation like that, I don't need someone else to, like, make me more stressed. Exactly. Than Thank so, you. So, it's, like, it's, like, you have a, I realize I have a choice. It's, like, I can either completely surrender this to the Lord, like, I can literally, like, we do, I I strongly believe, like, some people will tell you differently and disagree with me on this, but... I strongly believe we are able to, like, completely surrender, like, worry and anxiety for the most part, like, in a lot of situations to God and, like, Mm. like to the point where you are not anxious about that thing at all anymore.
0: I agree with you on that. Yeah. I've had instances like that very few, but it all comes down to choice, too. Yeah. What's the easy thing? What's the natural thing? Oh, dude, I'm screwed. Oh, my God, what am I going to do? It's all ruined right now. I got to... And then we start thinking of alternatives. Plan B. What's plan C? How am I going to figure this out? And then you just... Then your whole mind becomes just, like, a maze of worry and (laughs) and fear and anxiety and it sucks. And then... And then, and then you almost like paralyze yourself, yeah. you paralyze yourself mentally. Yeah. And instead, I think we need to counteract that by doing something that's not natural. Yeah. And that's just turning all that fear and worry. Yeah. And we can't do that. Like, like we can't just like be like, I mean, there's certain things like working out or running or surfing where they provide, they bandaid that situation. They bandaid yeah. the mm. worry, they bandaid the fear. They, they distract us rather mm. from the negativity. Dang. But I think the only way that we can truly surrender that where it's like, out of our, our minds and it's not paralyzing us mentally or emotionally or spiritually, is when we surrender to God, because yeah. He is greater than all. And that's that's just kind of like oh. how I look at it. Because like dude, there's been times where I, I'm tripping. Like I'm just tripping out. What do I do? The natural thing for me to do, and this is from having choice choices, I'm gonna go to the gym with my boys. Yeah. I'm gonna go um, run around, or I'm gonna go for a quick jog. Okay, yeah. that's good for what? If I work out, I'm, I'm fine for an hour, hour and a half. If I run, I'm good for like 15, 20 minutes. Either way, I'm still band-aiding and distracting this situation. I'm not Mm. completely solving the whole situation. I'm just finding little, little um, solutions that don't provide an overall solution. I think the overall solution is when you turn that over to Christ, you're like, all right, I I can't do it on my own. Like, it's fine. Like, we we need to understand, like, we're going to worry a lot about a lot of things, and it's going to suck, but we need to give it to the Lord and trust in Him because that way truly is is when we get through those scenarios and get through those situations yeah i mean and that's what i've that's what i've learned that's what i've heard and it, it, it's better i feel like it's more fulfilling when you do it through experience yeah so you can hear a pastor tell you that i can hear you tell me that and i know it's truth and i know it's right it sounds good but mm. you got to actually live that and do it yeah like, all right i'm going through a tough time right now what am going what am i gonna do and then you have a choice it always all comes down to a choice um, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's just kind of what I have to add on that, dude. That's stupid. yeah, <laughs> You're preaching, bro. Right. You're preaching. I'm I, yeah. So dude. I got the podcast in the first place, yeah, so I, yeah, dude. I've been doing this for two years now. Dang, Crazy. bro. I can't, I can't believe it. I mean, I, I look back and the story of it was, is, I just was watching a lot of podcasts. I was like, I can, I, I can tell you, that it sounds fun. Yeah. I've always been an energetic and talkative person, yeah. And I was like going up, uh, on a lot of bike rides with my mom. This is COVID. It's like mm-hmm. t- April 2020. And I was doing a lot of bike rides and I was just like brainstorming with my mom what I could do. I was like, hey, I think I could do a podcast. And then I just started it, stopped worrying about it. And I was like, because I was worried, I'm like, what if it fails? What if I don't know what I'm doing? And yeah. those things were true. Like, those are all possibilities. Like, I could fail. I could not know what I'm doing. And it's not good for me. But sometimes you just have to like leap into that scenario and be like, you'll never know if you didn't try. Yeah, bro. and it sucks when you fail, but at least it's it's better if you try doing it. Mm. You know that you actually gave it an effort. Yeah, and I, I mean that's just how I look at it. But I mean, I, I I'm blessed. I'm, I'm grateful that it's been going for two years, and I want to grow it even more. I want to really make it to the point where it becomes a, a household name podcast, dude. That would be and stress. where I can make a living off it. That'd be that's that's my dream. Yeah, that's my dream. And with like a big dreams like that, and especially big decisions like that, it can be easy to get worried. Like, oh yeah. my gosh what if I'm not getting enough streams? What's plan B? You know what I mean? Like like, you can't have that mentality. Uh, Yeah. You can't. Dude. And the thing with that too is
1: bro, like you could literally like do all the practical stuff that like, let's say, uh, I'm trying to think, you know, there's obviously like Joe Rogan who already of made himself. Oh yeah, for sure. There's like, there's the people that literally like got famous just from podcasting. You could go listen to them talk on YouTube or on their podcast about everything they did to get to where they are. Mm-hmm. You could follow all that, and that could not work to you. Because, because everyone's, for you. Yeah, everyone's yeah. different. You could crash and burn. Yet, they may have put in 10,000 hours. And bro, like, if God's plans for you to get become like a household name podcast, you could put in like like a 1,000 hours. Like, you know, a tenth of what they did. And him give you favor to be like... Bigger mm-hmm. than they are. I agree know? with you on that. And it's yeah. like, it's like obviously you know there is like stewardship and like doing you know putting in the work and stuff is all like good and like like required and like a godly and biblical thing too and just practically smart. But at the same time, like you know, you could have favor in a way that like none of those dudes
0: before you have mm-hmm. had. That's true. Because I think when you seek the Lord and you serve the Lord, His favors upon you. Yeah. And and what I was saying, like what works for me doesn't always work for you. Like what yeah. Joe Rogan did, probably not gonna do. Yeah, we're different people. We're going, yeah. we're in a different time period. We're doing different things. But if I chase what I love and I'm taking the right steps and I'm analyzing every angle and perspective, then I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna grow in one way or the other. Whether whether it's my show or it's my skill set, and that skill set leads to me finding a career. You know what I mean? I mean, that's just what I have to say about that. But and I'm sure with your church, too, when you started that church, it was like, this is new. You know, not many people yeah. have a church um, on college campuses. I don't, I don't know, I don't think anyone else has like a student-run church besides you here at Vanguard. And I'm sure you had a lot of worries associated with that and fears associated with that, because it was like, it's a new thing, it's a big thing. But you grew your audience. I mean, your turnout's amazing. And I wanna say congrats on that, that's awesome. I like, you get a lot of people yeah. crammed, I don't wanna necessarily say crammed, I'm just gonna say, there's a lot of people in in that single dorm room. Like that's that's a lot of people for a dorm or a quad, rather. Yeah. And it's that's really cool to see because you did your diligence, you did your part, and then the Lord took care of it. And then yeah. you've got to stay consistent with that. Hundred percent, definitely, dude. I feel like
1: how how it all started is this summer when we were staying here. You know, I was driving from Anaheim, then like Xander and DJ, they yeah. both were living on campus. Yeah. Um, Adam was like. Around and uh, <laughs> oh no, 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 Adam wasn't. Uh, no, Adam, never mind. Adam wasn't here. You, I think, was only in Seattle, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Bennett lived nearby, so we'd all like, we'd all hang out, and Josiah was also around, just like kind of, you know, lived with DJ and like in their quad for a little, and then like lived other places, but. We would all like go to Vanguard and hang out with the dudes that were working there for the summer, DJ and Xander. Mm -hmm. We'd all meet up, like me, Bennett, DJ, Xander, Josiah. And we talked, and like they kind of invited us through. I think I started going through Josiah, and then I invited Bennett to this house church called Zeal. Mm. Yeah, I heard about that. And uh, they were like pretty involved with Zeal, like DJ and Josiah specifically. And then like I started getting more involved, and then Bennett. um, But it was just like, there's like a model that they got planted by certain people. And like one of my, my freshman year roommate, Shane, actually. So he headed that up. Yeah. Oh, good dude. Good yeah, dude. He's, he's funny. He wants to be on the podcast. He told me, Hey, yeah. I he, met him. He would be uh, a
0: character to get on the podcast. You know, what's from. crazy is the first time I met him was actually, I'm, I'm going dates. So yeah. don't be weird. I like okay. most of my friends and family are like, I'm, I'm going dates. Like I remember mm-hmm. dates well. Um, but it was the first time I remember was April 1st of this year, 2022. Okay. And uh I was with Adam and DJ. We're like some kickback, and Shane walks in and I just start talking with him. Small talk and before I know it, like me and him like talk like 45 minutes. Yeah, bro. Like just just talking yeah. like what we're doing now. And then I was like, I was talking about my podcast, was, like, dude, that's awesome. Like he he had just met me. He didn't know too much about me. He was like really, really stoked for the fact that I had a podcast. And he was like praising me for it. He's like, dude, that's awesome, bro. Like, like, even though you've only done like thirty seven episodes in you know you're not like signed like Spotify or anything, you're doing it completely independent, like, dude, that's awesome, you should be proud of yourself. Yeah. I was like, but thanks bro, and then like kinda motivated me. I'm like, I'm gonna keep doing this. Yeah. So I I've done this by being independent and like not having like any major like signing or like resources thrown at me. Who knows where I can go? Yeah, and then I was like, and then I was like, Shane, would you want to be on? I was like, dude, I would love to be on. I was just about to ask you. I'm like one day we're gonna make it work, bro. Hey, one that's day. Sick, dude. And so that was just like a little story about Shane. Oh. Yeah, he's a cool dude. He's yeah. a character dude. Yeah. He's yes. a smart yes. guy. Yes. No, he's he a is. smart dude. He Who knows the... I'll, he's one of those guys where he's very educated about many different topics. Yeah, and that's what I want to be like one day. Yeah, we're not almost like a master of none. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's <laughs> but, funny. That's very true. Mm-hmm. From living with him for a year, yeah, he was your roommate that's your crazy. freshman year. Yeah,
0: I was your freshman year. Cause I'm a freshman right now, dude. It was it was uh, it was wild. So yeah, pre COVID. Yeah, yeah, well, I, end of it. Yeah, most of it was pre COVID. Yeah, dude. yeah. I came in
1: not knowing anybody same i knew no one i literally did not know a single person you i know you relate to that and i literally like dude i got shane as my roommate and then this wrestler and like you huntington? transferring yeah honestly there were some parts of huntington that i do miss everyone's by each one. other knows each other yeah it's, it's pretty cool yeah. community there is it's sick. good community's really good Yeah, week of champs sick um but in my floor, freshman year, I had, like, the best RAs. Shout out to Phoenix. McGee? Phoenix McGee, bro. Oh, and, vice president. He was yes. also on the show as well. Yes. Phoenix. Phoenix. He, awesome. he was the freaking one of the best RAs ever, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, he would invite us every time we went to go eat in the calf, He'd invite all the floor. Like, he'd like, awesome, be bro. going with his girlfriend. That's really friends, cool. And he would invite all of us. So there was never this disconnect of, like, Oh, this is our RA, he's going to talk to us at meetings, and, like, when he has to hang out mm-hmm. with us, and then he's going to go hang out with his friends. It was always, like, we are his friends, like, he wants to be around us. Like, That's really dope. Yeah, dude. Because, like,
0: most of the time this is like, the RAs are this authority Yeah. that has authority over you, because, like, I don't know, you need authority when, because you're not living with your parents anymore, right? Yeah. And it's just like, you kind of like have this like weird relationship with yeah. the other. It's like, oh, I got to like be a certain way when I'm around my all yeah. right, It's like, we're not really friends, but kind of. Yeah. It sounds like Phoenix, he did a good job at creating a fellowship.
1: Yeah, dude. But it was, it was dope, dude. But like, I enjoyed my freshman year. Did have like, the room was interesting. I, I was very messy when I came to Vanguard. <laughs> um, I did not have a, like how to, you know, keep a clean space. Are you still messy? It out No. Okay, I'm good. actually not. That's good. I I yeah. don't know when that that like kind of changed last year and this year. No, I think it changed this summer because I lived with a friend mm. and I like he didn't have a lot of space in his house for me to like keep my stuff. Which yeah, which is like totally cool. But I just had to be like very efficient with the things I had. Yeah, and like where they went because um, I was sharing a room with him and it's like his house, you know. So I'm not gonna like be disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I think, and last year I got a little better, but freshman year, dude, I was bad, Shane was pretty bad, the other dude that we lived with was a wrestler, and, like, he, just, like, rooming with a wrestler, when, like, me and Shane, like, stay up super late, wake up super late, kind of loud and extroverted, then we have this, like, wrestler roommate that, like, goes to bed hella early, wakes up hella early, Yeah, it's just, like, bro, what, like, How do we balance You weren't super close with him, I'm assuming. Not really. He was pretty introverted, too. What did he transfer? Uh, He transferred to, what's it called? Uh, Northwestern
0: University. Was it in the middle of your sophomore year, or freshman year, or was it after? Uh, I think it was... After okay, so you spent a full year with him.
1: Well, he, he transferred rooms halfway through. Oh, trans- winter break, winter break, he changed rooms and moved in with another wrestler. Oh, so, it'd be like that, though. It does, it like and that. I get yeah, it. I get it. Yeah. Like, I do understand, like, I know that we could have probably been better roommates him, and yeah. I do take
0: fall for that. You got to thing, like, dude, like, you're a freshman, like, you're learning so much, yeah. Like, yeah, you're 18, 19, but you're still learning a lot about yourself, oh, yeah. and then compared to somebody you've never lived with yeah. in your life. It's a weird thing, freshman year, in college in general, especially that aspect. Very interesting dynamic. But, yeah, bro.
1: Um, I enjoyed my freshman year, though, but COVID stopping it, like, halfway through was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. And, like, Mm -hmm. going home for, like, an unprecedented amount of time, it was just, like, I didn't even know what was going on or, like, how long I'd be there. No one did. Yeah. So... And, like, I'm sure for you, like, graduating high school that year was probably... I was a junior, junior one when,
0: when, when COVID started. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. okay. I'm two years younger. Okay, yeah, right. um, I, but then, I, but I graduated in 2021, so last year. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, you still had, like, the... COVID was still a thing my senior year. And graduation was... It was it was good, but it was outside. And it was in Bakersfield at the end of May. And, you know, you're in your cap and gown, so it was, it was a very hot graduation. And then, I think at that moment, I was like, I'm very ready to leave. I'm very ready to get out of here. Yeah. But, I mean, COVID definitely played a huge, huge role um, in, my, in my last two years of my high school experience. Because it affected so much. Yeah. It had such a large impact on my life. It wasn't what we remember. I don't know if you remember, but, it like, what we were told, like, oh, two weeks. And we're yeah. chilling. Or two weeks became a month. A month, you're chilling. Yeah. And I mean, uh, I think COVID went on for a solid two years with uh, you know all yeah. like the different adapting to it and yeah. sense. I think we're definitely getting better now. I don't really hear too much news about it, yeah. especially you know on the news or even at at school. But it was definitely an interesting experience. But I was actually talking who I was talking to one of my friends and I told her uh, COVID sucked. It sucked for everyone, but I'm very I'm happy it happened. Mm-hmm. Because I tried so many new things. I yeah. learned so many things about myself. I I I, I tapped into a, a like I I would say like I pursued reaching all of my potential more. Mm. So whether that be in school, like I became like i had always been a good student, but I'm like I'm gonna try harder courses. I'm gonna apply for extra scholarships. Mm. So I, I because of COVID, I think being hindered from doing so many things and so many things changing, it made me more eager to I don't know be out there more and yeah. try these new things and I yeah. for that I feel like I tapped more into reaching my full potential Yeah, and I've been still on that that ladder I mean we're never I, I look at it like this I, I think as humans we're never gonna fully be super happy and satisfied with ourselves like we can be pleased and look back on our lives and be like, I'm happy how that went I'm happy the decisions I made but I don't think we should truly be satisfied and happy with ourselves until like we can't give it our all anymore or until like it's our time to leave the earth. Hmm. I think we can yeah. always contribute and do something in one way or the other until we can anymore. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just kind of like my mindset on it. That's yeah. why I want to, like, get as many guests as I can. Get as many cool guests that I can. Try di- different, uh, like, setups for episodes. Try to make it unique. Because you want to add some flavor. Yeah. Like, this Because, like, life, it can it can be boring sometimes. It can be very... Yeah monotonous where you have class this day and then you work it at this time and then you eat dinner at this time. Like you want to add some new things in your life. Yeah. You want to spice it up a little bit by trying new things out That's and through that you may find your passion. Yeah. So yeah. Hmm. Dang bro. Yeah. That's high. We've gone 52 minutes. Look at that. That's. I think I crazy. said 30 to 45, but as we start winding down any last words or thoughts you want to give hmm. on college, on personal stuff, on spiritual stuff, yeah. Uh, how old are you? Are you twenty? I'm twenty. Yes. Okay, okay. And what's your birthday? Uh, June 28th. Okay, so you have a little bit. And folks, these are all being released during summer. So if you're listening, to this, this is actually April right now. Yes, it's April, April 20th. 20th. Happy 420. <laughs> uh, yeah. So 420 I'll be 420 episode special. A little 420 episode special, it's not what you think. We're, uh... these are complete sober thoughts. Yeah, and we're. We, we, we sound very smart and intellectual, Um, (laughs) uh, but yeah, I turn 19, I turn 19 tomorrow. Hey dude, that feels weird. Last year being a teen, I always say that I feel two years younger than I am. Mm -hmm. So when I was eight, like when I was eight, like when I first turned 18, I felt like I was 16. So I really kind of like feel like I'm 17 still. It's weird. I kind of get that. I feel that a little bit. Yeah. Interesting. You'll that's be 20. Crazy. That's crazy, 21, dude. That and then you'll crazy. be a senior. Yeah, Jeez, dude. bro. That's crazy. And then life keeps, keeps going by. I know. And then before bro. you know it, you get married, you have a kid, and then, or a fan, kids, rather. And then you're working. You have a family. Bro. It's crazy. But any final that's thoughts crazy. you want to give on the, mm. on this episode? I'd say it's been a successful episode. Yeah, bro. Me and Adam yeah. had a successful one. We were really goofy. Yeah. But we still got the job done. That's good, bro. This was more that's reserved. Good. Adam, if you're listening, you were more reserved and polite. (laughs) (laughs) Adam was everywhere. Adam had so many stories. Oh, I love that. I work with Adam too in the mail center. He uh, he came in one day and he was like, I need a job. And I was like, I'm not the manager. I can't help you out with that. He's like, can you put in a good word for me? I'm like, dude, my boss is right behind me. You can just ask her. And so he asked her and he applied. And like a week later, he was working with me on my Friday shift. I'm like, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a fun day. Bro, do you guys need more mail center workers potentially next semester? You should. Me, you, Adam. That, Dude. We would run that show. That'd be so sick. We would run that show. I it's a good either. job. You should work there. Okay. But, yeah. And you get to meet a lot of people. Like, you see so many people. That's why I know oh, so you can go, go to Vanguard. Mm-hmm. It's because, you know, yeah. like, everyone, or most people have a mailbox at the university. And yeah, then most coming, people yeah. pick up their mail. And you see the name on the box, and then you see the person picking it up, and you're like, oh, you I know try who try that it. is. Yeah. And plus, it's already swollen enough school, so... <laughs> so it ends up working out perfect. Yeah, bro. But yeah, it's a it's a good school. Yeah, I would say to wrap it up. Uh, I'll just
1: finish the the house church story real quick. And yeah, yeah. Can. Oh, sorry, we got. <laughs> no, <know>, it, <was laughs> it, it was me too. I'll uh, finish that real quick, then we can like see if there's anything else. Okay, for sure. But yeah, just we hung out over the summer, went to this house church called Zeal. Um, Zeals has this very like easy model of just like following Acts two. What the church pursued in Acts 2, we're going to pursue that every week. Okay. Um, We're a church because we're a body of believers gathered together pursuing what Jesus commanded the church to do. Um, It's as simple as that. And I, like, thought that was really cool. Um, I thought that was a really good experience. I personally, I know there's a lot of people, like um, DJ and Adam, I believe yeah. that like that is their church. They go to mm-hmm. zeal and they go to rise. That's what they do for like all of their um, church. Okay. Their I guess, church stuff, L- lowercase C church. Obviously we're a part of the church. If you're a disciple of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. but they, uh, that's like all, that's what mainly what they do. Like they'll go to rock Harbor every once in a while. they like, uh, other stuff but to them that's like they feel completely filled up from that which like is a hundred percent legit mm-hmm. for me I personally go to house church and I go to a like more traditional sense not like doctrinally traditional but just like organized building like an yeah. organization of a church I yeah. go to rock Harbor every week yeah I also like go to circuit writers but mm-hmm. I'm a I like between that and house church I feel like I get a very good balance um, of what makes me feel filled up and mm-hmm. being able to serve others mm-hmm. so like to me going to Zeal in the summer on Wednesdays and then going to Rock Harbor on Sundays was like super awesome for me I just was like very excited about it um, I felt like I got crazy deep fellowship at at Zeal and mm-hmm. made some really good friendships um, and just like got to be close to people in proximity in a way that you may not in like an organizational church where people show up on Sunday and then leave. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously there's more to it than that, but like it's a lot easier to feel known or like have community at a house church that you kind of put yourself out there in. And so I I loved it. Um, It was very influential for me during the summer and then we kind of, the ones living in the quad, in the Uh, The quads over there, like the Valport quads, those are like dorms here that are apartment style. Mm -hmm. Over summer, they're like, dude, we could literally do this. Like a big thing with house church is like, we want people to go do it in their community. Yeah. It's not just like, you know, it's like a lot harder to plant a new like organizational church. But the concept of house church isn't that we fill up a house. It's that we equip people to make more little house churches. Mm -hmm. And so... They're like, dude, we could literally do this at school. Like, there's people at Vanguard that need this. And we started praying about it, and we came to school, and we were like, we're going to do this. Um, we got sent out by Zeal. They, like, supported us a lot. They prayed for us, and we started in our quad, like, the dorm I live in. And a big theme was just, like, like not trying to just establish this thing like it's another organization, but, like, recognize that it's God that's doing this and filling the seats. And like, yes, we're inviting people. Yes, we're being intentional. You guys are the agents. Yeah. Them. Yeah. But this is like the whole, what we want to, like, at first I was like, what are we doing here? Like, what do we want to see done? Mm-hmm. Like, why are we doing this? Like this, I don't want this to be another chapel. I want this to be like something different. Like, so we decided we're not going to do chapel credit. Um We want people to go there because they want to. And that we'd like a big thing has been like fellowship and equipping people. Like we want, we don't just want the people that started it to be the same people like doing the word or like worship every single week. Mm -hmm. You know, we want people coming in for the first time and then that day, like volunteering to next week, you know, lead communion or lead the word. Yeah, It's like, that's the big thing. That's a benefit of house church. You don't get as much in like organizational churches everyone can lead, everyone can like, you know, be equipped to like share the word of God or like facilitate, you know, the discussion or whatever it is. Everyone has a part to play in the church um, Mm -hmm. biblically. And that's what we wanted to see is like people to be like, Hey, you're, we want people at Vanguard to believe their church and step into being a part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah. And then fellowship's been big. There's been like, people like you or Matt, it's been super dope. Like, before, when I came here freshman year at Vanguard, there was not a lot of community between upper and lower classmen. I've noticed that here, there's a lot. Yeah. I would say there's a lot, but I know a decent amount of juniors. Yeah, and that's that's been the number one fruit I've seen of House mm. Church, is that there's so many, like, freshmen that are, like, super close friends with juniors. Yeah. I didn't see that in my freshman year, honestly. Mm. And not like that we're the only ones doing that, but that has been like a huge blessing that I've seen specifically yeah, even for that. But yeah, um, just people getting to know each other despite age or gender class and all those people getting to like step into leadership and, you know, feel loved and a part of something that's Mm. like Mm. ultimately the big C church. Amen. But yeah, bro, that's how that started. Um, any any last questions you have for me? What are you looking forward to the most?
0: Uh, finishing up your Vanguard. Um, mm. Tenor. Ooh, that's a great question <laughs> <laughs> about journalism one on one. Yeah. Um, I honestly,
1: hmm, honestly, dude, I think I want to see. This is kind of this is either this can be a little cliche or a little like hyper spiritual but honestly I just want to see God move on our campus like like not just like oh people are like you know getting closer to God but like powerfully dude like there were there are some crazy stories about like Vanguard in the 1900s like Hmm. like students would literally like not show up to class and their professors would go looking for the whole class and they would all be in chapel like on the ground worshiping God like just like soaking in his presence and like it's crazy dude because like our roots of our school come from a big deal revival like the Azusa Street revival like whatever you know people have different opinions on it but ultimately like we come from a background of like God meeting a bunch of people in a crazy way and them wanting to live the rest of their lives as Mm a result of that and I want to see that happen in our senior year my senior year here because like, I kind of got a taste of that my freshman year, the 100th year anniversary. Yeah. And then, like, there was a lot of just, like, even prophetic words and, like, people, you know, that very strongly felt the Lord wanted to bring, like, revival to Vanguard. And I've seen, I've seen like, bits and pieces of that. But I think that is, I honestly think that's coming in, like, a bigger way than we expect. Um, and I think your church is the start of that. Yeah, I definitely think it's going to be a big one. That's going to be cool for that, dude. It's 100% possible. Yeah. 100% possible. Just like, in a way, I I am looking forward to seeing it in a way that's not just like, oh, like, we have enough Bible studies and people, like, sharing the gospel with friends that, like, everyone hears about it. Yeah. like, more people come to things. I'm talking, like... People like supernaturally meeting Jesus in a way that changes the rest of their life. In a way that's like undeniably Him. And hasn't just like, lost for a season in yeah. yeah, I see what you mean. Exactly. Yeah. And I oh. do think that's coming and is already kinda coming right now. Um but yeah, bro, like I'm very excited because I personally like a conviction I've had lately is I want I don't want to miss out on what God wants to do next year. I don't want my last year here to be wasted because, you know, oh, senioritis. I'm, yeah. <laughs> or like, I'm going to have fun, like, or like, focus on my, I'm going to be an RA next year. Oh, it awesome. um, Yeah, bro, I'm excited. But like, I don't want to like be like, oh, my goal is having fun or being like a cool RA and miss out on like the ways I know that God has spoken to me specifically about like what he wants to do here. I don't want to like check out, you know, senioritis or other excuses like, I don't want to be caught passive and like realize it's once I graduate at yeah, Vanguard that like, dang, I missed out, you know? Like what? Like, hmm. what could God have done if I was engaged? Hmm. But yeah, bro, that's what I'm. Mean. I'm like, that's really awesome that you know who that you are, too. Right? You know, yeah, and what are your plans for the summer? No idea. I wanna stay out here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, blame I wish I could. Yeah. I gotta right. work though. <laughs> I'm trying to find a place to stay and then get a job down here, maybe intern at Rock Harbor. Okay. But I have not found a place yet. So mm-hmm. I'm just kinda of praying about that and seeing and trusting the Lord for that. But mm. yeah, we'll see. I'm not really I'm not tripping about it, you know, but as you shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's good. But yeah, bro. What about you? Uh, in terms of next year or this summer? Both. Cool. Okay, so this summer I'm going to be working 40 hours a week. Dang. Um, yeah, I've been doing that since 2020. So my third summer doing that. What, what job? I work at a nonprofit. Okay. I do, uh, I'm in the distribution part of it. So I literally pick up deliveries all day throughout town mm-hmm. from local food banks, people donating furniture, because it's a nonprofit, so everything's... Yeah based off donations, uh, people earning furniture, clothes, uh, helping people move out, because the organization that I work for uh, moves people out, they do have vouchers, so they'll pay for their rent for like two or three months to help you know mm. people get on their feet. If they, they've had to go through the rehab at that organization, because yeah. organization, the organization um, offers rehab. So I help people move in, help people move out, I see a lot of cool things, but it's also in a very sad and oppressive side of town. So I see a lot of sad sad things too. Hmm. But it's also, I see the spirit moving. Hmm. And and it's it's, it's been a really unique experience. And no disrespect towards anyone who's done this at all. But I mean, I I feel like most teenagers are doing jobs like fast food or retail um, or working in a store. Something of that nature. Whereas with me, I've been blessed to... Work at, an or, at a non-profit or organization and see a, many different things, That's many cool. different movements from the administrative side to literally the people who are in rehab to the people who you know allow the spirit to work in them. And now they're doing they they're they're doing great things with their lives. So I've gotten to see a lot of cool things, and I think I don't think I'll work in ministry, but I think I'll always have a soft spot for ministry yeah. and being involved in somewhere or the because we can minister in any role we're in yes, whether we're students 100%. whether you have your in your house church whether you at a coffee shop business whether it's biz, well, I'm in business whether I'm doing a podcast I'm, I'm, we all have a chance to do ministry and I think that's what I've learned from that job the most and also be podcasting doing a lot of podcast episodes yeah because um, I want to I'm doing the uh, I've been restructuring or what I used to do is I would record an episode then release it like a couple days later or a week later I'm doing them pre-recording a bunch then releasing those um through like Different weeks, and then just pre-recording on top of that. So I'm just having a bunch of episodes already yeah. saved and ready. Awesome. And then next year, I'm just really looking forward to um, trying new things out, trying more new things out, and meeting a lot of awesome new people and forming a lot of awesome friendships too. Yeah. While growing my podcast and while making a difference at Vanguard, hmm. and I just also making a lot of cool memories too. Because yeah. I've made a lot of fun memories this year. It's been a, it's been Eighteen was a really enjoyable year in my life. Um, this school year has been a really enjoyable year in my life. And, you know, I've learned a lot of it's. It's been a lot of uncomfortable and interesting moments because you know you're a freshman that happens. But I'm, I'm. It's been a good year, and I'm really looking forward to continuing on that next year. Yeah, and just learning a lot and growing a lot. But that's sick, dude. yeah, man, we have a, a lot of a lot of things to look forward to, and a lot of things to be grateful for too, and that's how I choose to look at it. But That's uh, good, bro. I would say, chance that was a successful episode. Yes, sir. I don't know how you're feeling. We went an hour I, agree, I change. Agree. I think. Oh, uh, congratulations! This was the longest episode of the Sammy Before hey. previously, it was an hour and what was it? Like an hour and two minutes. Okay. With none other than Phoenix McGee. Oh wow. Yeah, I think Adam had the second longest at like 55 minutes. Okay. Maybe the third longest, and I had an Australian podcaster on last March, and we went for like 57 minutes. Dude, that literally so, felt like twenty minutes. Oh like twenty like, minutes. We've been here an hour and eight minutes. But I remember the first question you asked. I looked at the
1: time and I was like, "Bro, this dude said like thirty minutes, and we're like fifteen minutes yeah. in, and <laughs> we like barely answered a question." Dude, but that we're chilling. We, I know. we offered
0: a lot of substance. I'm glad because I know. And, and I'm just gonna be honest. I think there's a lot of YouTube channels out there and podcasts out there. And they offer content, but they don't have substance in that content. Yeah. I'd rather – I want to offer content that has substance in it. And when I say substance, what I mean by that is something that someone can – a lesson that someone can learn or advice that someone can hear, an experience or story that someone can hear, and they can apply that and learn from that. Yeah. And it's going to benefit them. Yeah, bro. It's not just like, oh, I'm hearing something funny. Cool. Ha, 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 ha. And then you <laughs> yeah. don't, like, apply it. It's just yeah. like – it was cool in the moment. Yeah. But once once it's it's going to echo on, like something that's going to give people um, – uh, material that they or material or wisdom and knowledge that they can have it's going to help them throughout their life and exactly, that's what I want to do with this podcast and that's what I will continue to do but it's been fun chance it's been great finish this we're strong we're almost done people who are listening to this is going to be out in summer or in summer yeah. right now I don't know probably June I don't know when this is but um, enjoy God bless and chance yeah. thank you man thanks for the opportunity bro thanks for that was having fun. me on dude and uh, Sammy our fans. I will see you later God bless. Continue to subscribe and follow. I'm not going anymore. This show's not going anymore. We are only climbing up the ladder. Anyway, God bless, and uh, I'll see you all around.